where are you from? I would say Indonesian, even if I'm in Australia. Uh-huh. I don't want to say Australian because then people are like, then the accent. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to explain. Like, mm-hmm. it takes too long. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they really care either. Uh-huh. I have a question. So do, and I guess Australia is mostly white people. Mm-hmm. So do white people know that you're not fully white? Can they tell? <laughs> it depends. I feel like the people that are very uncultured or like kind of like sticks to what they know uh-huh. like where they're from, uh-huh. they don't know that I'm mixed. But then it's like uh, the people that have been around internationally and travel and stuff see like a little something. Like I don't look like any other white girl. Mm-hmm. Cause you know what? No, I've been I've been thinking about this. Cause we have talked about this like off camera, like in the past. And like I've been thinking about it. Cause I think you you told me that like some people they could tell that you're not fully mm-hmm. white. I think it's more so like. Your physical features, like, I mean, I don't know how you'll take this, but you're all white. Physically, like, you're all um, white. <laughs> I have the nose. You, yeah. I have the Asian nose. It's, I don't have a nose. You do. It's all contour. You. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's catfishing. It's contour. No, my nose is also contoured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but even with the contour, I think you can still, still tell. No, I mean, like, I just from, no, the front. No, from the front, you're fine. Contour. But you, I think I have a smaller nose than you from the side. See, but y'all see me without makeup. Like, without the makeup, I'm all Chinese, baby. <laughs> and, like, the nose, I don't have, like, it's not like my nose is by a second. It's just more so, like, I have the Asian, the stereotypical Asian yeah. nose. It's, like, kind of, kind of round and small, but mm. me. In, in Pekanbaru, people in my family used to be like, Kok boleh pesek sih? And they'd, like, pinch my nose so that it would grow longer. I mean, oh, <laughs> it must hurt. My, my Indian ex-boyfriend told me that like it's a thing in Indian culture like uh, parents would like massage like pull on their ch- uh, children's nose because they want the, the children to have like basically manchu yeah manchu kaya rambule yeah 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 exactly so they would like do that no that's so interesting um, I've always hated my nose but I feel like the nose is like one of those like physical features that people just always hate mm-hmm. for some reason yeah I get confused like I told you this the other day but um so I was in Australia and I used to go to the beach a lot, uh-huh. and I grew really tan. Uh-huh. And um, cause she intonation. I have melanin deep within my skin, and like, um, this white man, some red hair, like he's a ginger. He looked at me. He's like, oh, with all that fake tan, uh, isn't that cultural appropriation? Aren't you black fishing? <laughs> Mr. I'm sorry, what's your name? Joe Max? Ron Weasley? Yeah, like, I am Indonesian. Like, I am not white white. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. But he had no idea what that meant. Uh Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, mister, like, whatever. Okay, Mr. Snowflake. I'm sure he's just jealous. Mm -hmm. He can't, he can't tamper shit. Do people look at you and know, like, you're Chinese? Yeah, so for me... It's always if they're if they're asking me where I'm from and like their question is more geared towards ethnicity, they know that I'm Eastern Asian. I mean clearly, y'all see me without makeup. You see me without makeup. Mm-hmm. I think even with makeup, I kind of still look Eastern Asian. Yeah. But I've gotten but I like look with ABG. Like <laughs> look like an ABG. <laughs> no, but that ass like and like especially like when I get a tan. Sometimes oh, sometimes yeah. maybe you're tan now. I'm tanner now yeah definitely for sure it comes it comes and goes and also i don't know how much of this is like the residue from my fake tan <laughs> but that's not the point but that's not the point anyways the story with this is that sometimes with the makeup on and especially when i'm a little bit more tan yeah that's like back in la like i would get the whole like oh you latina oh yeah there are asian latinas oh there are there, there are, are asian latinas yeah yeah and uh-huh. no but they think i'm straight up like mexican <laughs> oh. 
saying like, oh, no, homie, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but you yeah. like a taco. No, I was kidding. <laughs> but um, they, so yeah, majority, majority of the time, the overwhelming majority, they always know that I'm of Eastern Asian descent. They always assume that I'm from China or like uh, Japan, Vietnam. I get Vietnam quite a lot, but there's also because a lot of Viet- Vietnamese people in uh, LA. But I get, yeah, Chi- I, I probably get Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese the most. Just whatever fits the description of like, you know, slightly slanted, sapient eyes and like fair skin and like that's usually what they think of. Mm-hmm. So and then you talk and they're like, whoa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, you know this story. I've told you this before, mm-hmm. but can I tell you guys the story of my my white ex boyfriend? Oh my god, please! I want to hear about this again. It's actually in my book. I called him out in my book. <laughs> Wait, by his name? No, no, oh, not by okay. name. I'm not trying to like get sued or whatever. I mean, hopefully he don't sue me or whatever. But like, I mean, I'm whatever. Anyways, no, like, just it's very on topic with what we're talking about right now of how like people make us choose between cultures, and it's just like, and for what? It's not even for us. It's for you. It's just for it's yeah. for your it's it's for your simplicity and not ours. Yeah, yeah, it's always like that. And anyways, my so back in high school, I dated this one guy, white guy, um, European uh, from the Czech Republic. Longest relationship I've ever been in. We dated for like what three years. Like, oh. like a three years, a little bit, yeah, more or less three years, and I just oh gosh, looking back at that relationship, I really I feel like I, I was I was in the honeymoon period with him for like the first two years. That's a long time. Yeah, and then the the third year or like just the the, the final year of that relationship, that's when a lot of things started really coming out. Um, and it was how how do I introduce this subject matter? Um, so the thing about him. And like, look, I will give him the benefit of the doubt that like, he's a changed man now. I mean, one would hope so. And all things considered overall, you know, even back then, like he was still, he's a good, he's a good man. Like I'm not taking anything away from him. It's just more so like he held a lot of, he held perceptions towards Indonesian culture, especially. And so Uh, me being Chinese Indonesian, he always preferred the Chinese side more than the Indonesian side, so much so that he would identify me as Chinese, like solely Chinese, like on my behalf. Um, so there was this one time I was talking about something, something about like Indonesian culture or Indonesian society, yeah. and I used we. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. I'm Indonesian, I fall into that. And his reply was like, haha, what do you mean we? And I was just like, X. Excuse me. Mister. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was like a constant thing that was happening and happening up until like the point where, you know, close to the breakup because I had enough, right? And it was like, uh, to me, like I saw that as a big red flag, like mm-hmm. it was a problem. Of course. And just, oh my God, this one time, like one of the fights that we got into. And just don't ask me how we got onto this topic. But the, the point is, I, I asked him something along the lines of like, because I knew, I realized that like he pretty much like he only preferred the Chinese side of me, and like when it's the Indonesian side, not even that he dislikes it, but he just refuses to acknowledge it altogether, right? And so, and he held he held a lot of other um, beliefs um, that are let's just say not that politically correct and yeah. culturally sensitive. Let's just say like slightly bigoted, slightly bigoted, <laughs> slightly bigoted, slightly racist. Like the fact that he and don't ask me how this came about, but he sent me. I didn't tell you this one. He sent me a list of his preference, like his racial preference. You didn't ask. I, I forgot if I did or not. Oh, okay. I, I can't remember. But he had a list. He had, just the fact that he had a list. And what was on the top, white? Yeah. Oh my uh, god. No, 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 bitch. It, it's worse. It's not even, for example, 
white, Asian, black, mm -hmm. brown, it's not even like that. It was like Eastern European, Western European, or Southern European, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like yeah. third or fourth on the list. And he counted me as like Eastern Asian. So like Eastern Asian came That's after that. Offensive. And no, and just like in general, like let me paint you like the color scheme of this list. It literally went from lightest <laughs> to darkest. So black was very bottom. Very, very bottom, with along with like the South Asians, the Southeast Asians, two Indonesians included, right? And I think from there, that's when I kind of like had the conversation with him, or like I asked him, like, hey, so in another life, if I'm the exact same person, if I'm the exact same person you know me today, but it's just that I got no Chinese blood running through me, I'm not Chinese, and I'm just, I'm full on pre-boomy Indonesia, like, would you still date me? And he let dead ass said no. And that's when you got a question. A lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he with you? It's like the whole Asian Bieber thing. But are they into you for you or because you check their fetish box? Exactly. It's one thing to, I mean, it's one thing to have a preference, but to have a requirement. And like, he had a list. Like, that's very much like, yeah. that's not really like preference anymore, in my opinion. That's no. really like a requirement. And you cut it off at like the third or fourth ethnicity or like race, and that's pretty much it. Oh, and like the other thing too, just uh, one other story with this guy. And then, and then we'll move on. But when you dated someone for that long, obviously the question of, you know, we could potentially get married and have kids, yes. right? Of course, like it, of course. You, you have to talk about that. Especially when you're going off into uni, going oh, yeah. separate ways. Oh yeah, and like at that time, I was like head over here in love with this man. Like Mutin. any of my yeah, Mutin, like that ass, like any of my friends from back in high school, like they will let you know. They they saw me back then. I was a different woman back then. I believed in this thing called monogamy. But anyways, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now look at me. But anyways, <laughs> and we were talking about you know potentially getting married, raising kids, and like how would we raise our kids, right? Because again, raising children, it's difficult and it's even more difficult when you two come from completely different cultures and speak completely different languages well we both spoke english where are you guys gonna live where we are gonna live right and oh, i'm so glad you mentioned that because um we were he was basically saying that oh yeah you know obviously they'll know english that he'll teach them check and fun fact he because he lived in, in in greece he also knew a little bit of greek and he was even talking about how like oh like and i can teach them a little bit of greek as well because like you know i've like lived there and all that type of stuff and you can teach and then he like you know talking to me he was like oh yeah and you can teach them mandarin chinese and that's it it just it stopped there well, and i was like well what about the indonesian and he was like eh, it's not really required is it what i find so funny is like what is the population of the Czech Republic? <laughs> and what is the population of Indonesia? Bitch, bitch Jakarta, I tell be good Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you really think that, who's your kid gonna talk to in Czech? The, however many people that live there? Ah, uh, that's the other thing too, right? The whole like, where you're gonna live thing. And he just assumed that like, ah, here's the thing. It, it, it ties back again to the thing that uh, he said about how if I was fully Indonesian, he would not date me and I asked him why. He said it's because, okay, well, if you're pre-boomy Indonesia, most likely, like, you'll have dark skin. And he was like, and see, and if you have dark skin, yeah, I know, bitch is bad, it's really fucking bad. Um, and he was like, and if you have dark skin, and I bring you, and we come back to my country to live and raise our kids, and I was like, wait, 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 what makes you think that I'm gonna live in your country, right? And so it just, it's like layers yeah. on layers on layers of, like, just so much oh problematic God. assumptions. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, didn't Hitler do something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Hitler! Oh my gosh! Again, give him the benefit of the doubt that he's a changed man. I'm sure, I'm sure you're great now. <gasps> One would hope. Sure. I don't know, I haven't talked to him in a long time, obviously. So, I guess that's the more extreme 
uh, one of the more extreme scenarios of literally people making you choose yeah. between cultures. That's the thing, like when it comes to marriage, when I think about my future, I'm like, I want someone that will accept my culture, mm -hmm. my language. Keep talking, I'll turn on the lights. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's a really important thing in a relationship when you're able to communicate with your partner and they're able to respect uh, your language, your family, <laughs> your just your upbringing. Because I'm sure like I would do that for him in return. Ah, oh, gosh, and like this is an entirely different conversation and it's like getting way, way political, but it's just like, you know, so much of this topic involves white supremacy yeah. and just always the implication of like, because the white race or the white culture is the superior one, any other culture that's not white would like automatically just bow down to the white culture, yeah. the white language. And, and it's I've, just... I've heard Indonesian women say something similar to what your ex-boyfriend said about, you know, not wanting their kids to be black. Um, dark skin. Dark skin, yeah. yeah. Some Indonesian women I know personally have heard this are like, oh yeah, Monica sama bule to memperbaiki keturunan. My um, so I guess I call him my, my. Let's just call him my boyfriend. My my second ex boyfriend, Mexican, and he told me similar to what you're saying, and it exists not even just in Asia, but even in Latin America, it exists. A lot of people in Latin America, they will. It's a thing in Latin America where it's like you're encouraged to find someone, your partner, to be lighter skin so that, like, like turun termurun makin yeah. putih gitu. Yeah, yeah. It's messed up. It is messed up. Uh, the colorism is again a completely different yeah. topic. That that that's that's heavy. Uh, did you grow up having a community of other kids that were like you, like half white, half Indonesian? No. Pekanbaru is like already a small city. Mm -hmm. I grew up with these are full, mm -hmm. full white kids mm -hmm. in um, my school, mm -hmm. or uh, with completely Indonesian uh, family members. Mm -hmm. And like I think I had a handful of friends mm -hmm. that were uh, biracial, like me, Indonesian, mm -hmm. and like uh, let's say British mm -hmm. or American. Mm -hmm. So I never really knew how to interact. With, I never had an in-group. I kind of had to assimilate and assimilate and assimilate and then I moved to Jakarta and then it was just all Indonesians mostly. And then I had to assimilate further and it's like constantly going from one uh, extreme mm -hmm. to the other extreme. Mm -hmm. So no, I never really felt like I belonged until, and I even felt this in university. Mm -hmm. Australians wanted nothing to do with me because they heard the way I spoke. They saw how I looked and I mean I'm not I'm not blonde hair uh -huh. I don't have the same characteristics yeah um maybe if I had an Australian accent I could fit in better but I don't uh -huh. so most of my friends were either exchange students uh -huh. from America or something or other mixed kids like me uh -huh. half Australian and half like Korean uh -huh. or Thai or you know again uh hold on I'm kind of like blanking out a little bit Oh yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> I like I like frequently dissociate throughout the day. Just no, like for moments. it's fine. But um, I was just gonna say, I think it would have been different if you'd grown up in Jakarta because Jakarta is where there are a lot of um, half white, half Indonesian kids. At just especially there, there are a lot of those, mm -hmm. and uh, they pretty much like they always stick birds of a feather flock together. You yeah. know, so they have their own little community where they uh -huh. talk about the politics of being half white, half Indonesian, and yeah. Now I have more friends like that, but like my best friend, her name's Rimsha, she's half Indonesian and then her dad is half Turkish, half Pakistani. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can talk to her about being 
biracial, mm-hmm. or I mean, I guess she's triracial, I don't know if that's a thing, but it's not like she's not white. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's like very niche. Mm-hmm. Kind of same with like you. Yeah. Because you're not exactly like a Chinese Indonesian, you know? The crass way of putting it is that I'm Chindo, but I'm not really Chindo. At least that's what people like, in, mm-hmm. in, in summary, like that's what they would always say behind my back, but also to my face. And I say that about myself too. I definitely did not grow up in a community of Chinese Indonesians. And you know what's so funny is that, I mean, okay, obviously, little, I guess, Chindo history 101 for you guys, I guess, but like, obviously, Chinese Indonesians, like, we're immigrants, right? And the thing about being an immigrant is that you're constantly living in a state of in-between, where it's like, in, in the context of being Chinese Indonesian, you're too Chinese for the Indonesians, but you're too Indonesian for the Chinese, right? And you just really don't fit in yeah. anywhere. And so that's why immigrants like us, when we come to live in a new country and we settle in a in a new culture, we create this 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 ethnic group solely to have that space where it's an agglomeration of both cultures, like a space for us to exist in between both worlds. Yeah. And even when that exists. I still don't fit in there. So it's like, like there's Chinese culture, there's Indonesian culture, and then there's Chindo culture, right? That is an entirely, you know, other conversation that I'm actually, I'm going to have in a future episode with Coco Kenji. That's good. I mean, like, yeah. you don't live in Jakbar, you know? He's Jakut. Jakut, sorry, yeah. yeah. You don't live in Jakut. Yeah, exactly. That's like already something to differentiate you from the other Oh yeah, definitely. So for me growing up, it wasn't just that I'm too Chinese for the Indonesian and that I'm too Indonesian for the Chinese. I'm too westernized for the Chindos. Yeah. So it's... I'm not enough of both for the Chindos. You know what I mean? It's... Difficult. Difficult! (laughs) A lot of it has to do with going to an international school because, especially in Indonesia, Indonesian citizens are always a minority at international schools, right? Because they especially some schools like JIS, for example, they cap the number of Indonesian citizens that can attend that school. So there were already very few of us to begin with, and however few there were of us, I just, I didn't hang out with them. So people always ask me like, oh, yeah. you know, did you, you know, who did you hang out with back in, back in high school? Because that, you know, typically with Chindos, that's, it's always like that. Like when they find out you're Chindo and it's like, oh, you, oh, you went to this school. Oh, I probably you know this person. Yeah, you know this person. And they're always like, oh, who did you hang out with back in high school? Thinking like it would be some like Chindo that they might know. And it's like, I hang, I hung out with all the foreigner uh, expat kids back in, back in high school. And actually, you know, it's really funny is that growing up in Indonesia, I didn't have Chindo friends or just Indonesian friends, period. Not even like the pre-boomies. Like I didn't have a lot, right? I didn't have a lot of exposure to just Indonesians socially growing up in Indonesia. Then I moved to America, specifically Los Angeles, California, where it's 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 funny because I I I graduated high school, kind of wanted to get as far away from Chindo culture, especially, and wanted to get away from Indonesians and Chindos as far away as possible, only to then end up in a city in the U.S. where not only is there a high population of Chindos. More specifically, the, the type of Chindos that I have, you know, kind of always wanted to avoid. I ended up in the school where Indonesians, which mostly comprise of Chindos, are the second or third largest foreign demographic. Really? And yep. the uni you went to? At, at LMU, the largest foreign uh, nationality is China. And then second and third is always, uh, you know, it goes back and forth between Kuwait and Indonesia. Oh. And the Indonesians are always, more often than not, Chindos. But yeah, so it wasn't until I moved to the U.S. and then I started actually meeting more Chindos. Being able, like, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but like, 
Um, after being in JIS, mm -hmm. where you don't really fit in mm -hmm. with like the chindos, or like just in Jakarta in general, you don't fit in like the way Kenji does, for example. Yeah. Does that later deter you from like making friends with other chindos? Or like you see a chindo when you're in America, and then you're like, oh, I bet you that they are like they're the same kind of people that I know back in Jakarta, and oh. like you just like you kind of try to stay away. Does that ever happen? It makes me look horrible, but yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, because, and I take it with a grain of salt, and I always make sure to, like, check myself. Mm -hmm. Of course, like, I can't help that that's just how I feel. Because so much of it just comes from my own personal experience of growing up with yeah. chindos. I didn't necessarily have the greatest experience growing up with what little chindos I, I, I had exposure to. And so much of it comes from a place of just bitterness and resentment towards how so many chindos treated me growing up, right? Of course, I can't help that I feel that way, but I always, just, I take it with a grain of salt and I, I, I check myself a little bit. I'm like, okay, well, Inda, calm down. Like, you're an example of how not every chindo is yeah. like that. You're, you're an example of how chindos were not a monolith, mm -hmm. right? You can't just assume just because they're chindo that they're going to be like, what, snobby and like judgmental mm -hmm. and, you know, it's kind of like reverse racism in a way. Yeah. It's like I'm racist towards my own like ethnic group, right? Yeah. So I always make sure to kind of just like, you know, check myself. I mean, I was gonna say I made a lot more Chindo friends in college, but of course it's more when you, you know, before college I had pr practically zero. So, oh, I yeah. See. Not even just people? Yeah. You know what? I just, okay, I'm trying to think. Chindos, I mean, there were, you know what? Okay, maybe a little bit of an exaggeration to say that I have like zero Chindo friends at, back at just. I would say like maybe five. Okay, <laughs> not, not that many. It's still it's still some. Um, and they're so all similar to you. Yeah, and that's the commonality we share. Of kind of like again, like to put in a crass way of like we're chindos, but we're not. Mm -hmm. We're not those kind of chindos. Yeah. Which sounds bitchy, I know, but like I'm sorry, just it is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, even y'all get what I mean when, when I say that. So and yeah, and then move to move to college, and yeah, no, I I have chindo friends now. I have quite a few chindo friends actually. Um, but still, it's like, you know, I can't, ex I can't speak to the experience of having large group of chindo friends that like, you know, send, uh, gifts, like, uh, well, I mean, I do get gifts on my birthday, but like, I don't get like those, I don't get bombarded by like flower delivery, yeah, like the balloons. Like, the balloons and all that type of stuff. Or, like, I can't speak to the experience of like, you know, going to the same church and like oh, doing Bible yeah. study together. I have chindo friends and like, I made a lot in LA, sure, uh, but still in the grand scheme of things, like, most of my friends were still like the domestic American kids or like even other international kids, right? And it was just always a struggle with um, the chindos that I found in LA where it was like, I, and it's so weird, like we're in America, but it's like amongst the chindos in America, like it's still very much like the chindo culture that is still like, you know, that you'd find yeah, over here, right? So it's, it's just like, brought over. There's a lot of chindos in uh, Sydney, so I know, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I Like bet. in Sydney, I, I don't hang out with Indonesians because I have some Indonesian friends, but most of them are Chinese Indonesian. Mm -hmm. And like, I walked in mm -hmm. to that, um, they have like the community, like the Indonesian, the Indonesian uh, university, mm -hmm. what's it called? Like they have a community for Indonesians in the university. Mm -hmm. I walk into the room, everyone's head turns and they're like, what is, I could tell my face, <laughs> they're like, what is this white bitch doing in this Indonesian, like, hello, excuse me, <laughs> hello, excuse me, you walk into the wrong room. <laughs> Indonesian there, oh, so I was like, awkward. I was the only non I mean, there were like a handful mm. of non-Chindos. Mm. No, I, I, 
I feel that. I've gone to a lot of those Indonesian society, like, uh, or uh, club meetings and whatnot, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I don't stick out as much of a sore thumb as you do, but like, sometimes it's like, and I know this might sound kind of weird, but it's like, and I don't mean to sound like a pick me girl or whatever, but it really is. Sometimes like they kind of look at you and they just know. Yeah. That short. And I mean, but even I know that, you know, like, let, let's be real. Like I've always known that I, I've always been different compared to a lot of other Chindo kids. And it's likewise, a lot of Chindo kids, they, sometimes they just like, look at me and they know that mm -hmm. I'm also kind of different. And it's not like a reason to like actively hate me or whatever. Like, no, that's never happened. Don't fit in. Yeah, it's just you don't really fit in. And like, it's hard being Chindo, especially because there's so much emphasis within Chindo culture to be homogenous. To be homogenous, to be the same as everybody else, right? To behave like everybody else, to dress like everybody else, to go into the same careers as everybody else, to talk like everybody else, right? So even from the way you talk, it's like the yeah, that's always the first thing that they <laughs> notice. It's like they will uh, speak to me in Indonesian, and like my instinct is um, always to reply in English. Yes, and of course they think like sometimes they feel some type of way about it, right? The whole like oh yeah, not so English, oh right? God. No, but it's just like I shouldn't be. I, I, there shouldn't be so much pressure for me to speak a certain language. It's just and they like, understand you, so yeah. So I'm like, what's like, what's the fucking big deal? You know, going you know? that that goes along with the way and even when I comment. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in in the quickie video that Katie and I were featured in for for Ju, one of the comments at the very bottom I saw was something along the lines of like. WNI ngomongnya bahasa Inggris, WNA ngomongnya bahasa Indonesia. Ada yang kebalik apa gitu, something like that, right? And it's so, just, it's kind of racist to your. I'm, I'm assuming he's Indonesian. It's kind of insinuating that a WNI should not know how to speak English. Yep, which is wrong in of itself because don't try to like say, oh, an Indonesian person should not be educated enough to know how to speak English. That's Dumb. That's all. That's the assumption abroad, and I'm just I'm surprised that that's even the assumption. Yeah. Here. I mean, I'm not. I'm surprised, but I'm not too surprised because one thing that I've learned about Indonesian culture, and this is getting way, way, way political and kind of derailing a little bit, but I'm just gonna briefly mention it that like one thing I've noticed about Indonesian culture, we come from one of those cultures that I kind of I I label it as like low self esteem culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. You, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like we don't really, we don't really look at ourselves as like a culture that is competent, that can compete with uh, a lot of these other, what to them, they think like the better cultures or like the better countries or like the better ethnicities out there. Has a lot to do with white supremacy, um, Western supremacy in general, Americentrism, yeah. Eurocentrism. Why do you so think a lot of Indonesians are so happy or interested in the look of a white um, you know, mixed race person. Like you look on TV, and a lot of the actors nowadays, kids our age, are are mixed race people, mm -hmm. half white, half Indonesian. Yeah. Not necessarily because they're more talented than, than Indonesian people, but just because they look a certain way that's more desirable for TV, according to Indonesian. Yeah. The Indonesian population. And look, of course, like that's not to say like they could be talented. Mm -hmm. They could be yes. talented. Like that, we're not taking anything away from that. But like, let's not pretend that you didn't get this gig mostly because you are mostly white presenting mm -hmm. and you live in a country, a culture that still upholds that white supremacy. Yeah. And that's for people like me to, you know, check our privilege. Yeah, exactly. In conclusion, I would say that we lived in a globalized world. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. Soon, I'm telling you, soon most people in this world are going to be mixed. It's just going to happen. 
Oh yeah. People are marrying out of their race all the time. Cue all the white white tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, you're They're killing off the white race. <laughs> that ass. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Like there yeah. are these, you know, white people, like in these white countries or like white majority countries, like in the U.S. or Australia, and they're legit. They're fretting over how the white race is slowly disappearing. Yeah, because they don't accept mixed race people as white. It's like if you think about it, uh, black people. If there's like a mixed, like oh, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. they he's the first, they say he's the first black president. They don't mm-hmm. mention the fact that he's half white. Mm-hmm. He's not white. He's black for mm-hmm. some reason. So much of it too, I feel like, is because you he is black presenting still. Yes. Right. So so much of it falls down to the shallowness of just mere appearance. Yeah. And I mean, on a more serious note, I guess it's a. You know, kids like you and me that come from two different worlds, or some people even like three, four different worlds, even. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a lifelong journey of learning how to feel like you belong, and also a lifelong journey of finding your people, like finding your tribe. Oh, that, that's for everyone. Yeah. And I feel like that's why you and me, like we gravitate towards each other and we gravitate towards other kids that are like ourselves because there's something empowering about being amongst people that you don't have to constantly explain yourself to yes. and constantly feel like you are living under a microscope. They understand your battles because they have fought the same battles. Yeah. And like another thing I have to say, I mean, when it comes to comments, you can't stop people from commenting whatever they want to comment. Of course. But like... Let's try to be more open-minded about not only like Westerners, but even people of our own culture. Let's say Indonesian people. Like, mm-hmm. let's not think that Indonesian people can't speak English or like. Mm. I just that's it. It gets messy, you know. Mm-hmm. We should actually like praise the people that try to learn more than one language and try to learn more than one culture instead of questioning why why they're doing that mm-hmm. or saying they're less Indonesian because they're doing that. Mm-hmm. It's more so just reflect on the implications uh, and like the things that you are insinuating or Im- implying when mm-hmm. you ask certain questions or say certain things. I feel like that's regardless of wherever you are in the world, that's very much lacking. <laughs> but that is it. But, but that's the tea. That's the tea, you guys. Um, again, we could talk about this, but technology won't allow us so thank you for watching this episode of into under the influence and i will see you on the next one you will see the both of us on the next one it died it's right, <laughs> okay. right on time um anyways bye-bye bye guys